Tobias Harris. Today, I'll tell you why I believe Tobias Harris is going to have a breakout season for the 76ers this year. You are locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Moment more. Visit fan. And what I mean by that is, I mean, look, look at it. I mean, you know, right now, um, you know, I know Tobias is the, what's the fourth option, if you want to say it last year. But there's two reasons um, I want to say he's going to have a big one. I think that, you know, right about now, I think that uh, you got, well, it's actually three reasons. The first one is Nick Nurse, right? You have a coach in Nick Nurse who utilizes, and we talked about this before. He, he's had a lot of success in utilizing Tobias Harris prototypes. And what I mean by that is guys who are 6'9", 6'8", 6'10", um, power forwards who are extremely athletic, um, for, you know, uh, the new wave type of force, right? That's what Tobias is. People forget before Tobias Harris came here, he was a number one option, right, for the Clippers. When he was in Detroit, he was a top two option, right? Everywhere he's been before he came here, he was always one of the top options, and he, and he was a fringe all-star. I mean, especially his last year with the Clippers before he was traded. And, um, you know, I feel like he's going to get opportunities and options. And I, you know, have some stuff that I would love to share with y'all so you guys could see why I feel this way. But in addition to that, you know, secondly, um, the thing is, it's a contract season. The last time Tobias Harris had a contract season was also that last year with the Clippers and the brother was balling. I mean, balling. He ended up getting $180 million from the Sixers. Was nobody complaining about when he signed that contract. Very, no one was complaining when he was traded to the Sixers because they saw what he was doing with the Clippers, right? And then thirdly, I think the, the fact that, you know, we could see less of James Harden. Also, if James Harden is traded, I think that, um, with those two things, it's going to elevate Tobias Harris's usage, right? So his usage rate is going to get a little bit higher. He's going to, you know, do more things. And I feel like he's going to take advantage of all that. Now, the one thing is that, I, I, you know, a lot of people, I don't know if people were talking about it last year, but okay, last year, I'm going to give it to you. So let's talk about his stats. The people, of course, people are talking about that. <laughs> Tobias Harris averaged 14.7 points last season. That was his lowest total since the 2015-16 season um, with the Orlando Magic. In 49 games with Orlando before he was traded to Detroit, Tobias only averaged 13.7 points, right? 
on the year, Tobias shot 89, talking about last season, he shot 89.9%, excuse me, 39.9% from three. He averaged 5.7 rebounds, 2.5 assists, right? Now, he did become a better defender. I mean, he was like right below one still a game. I mean, it's crazy. He was uh, 0.9 um, uh, uh, steals per game, right? He's played and started in in, third, in 74 games, and he had uh, a, a played in 32.9 minutes. Now, here's the one thing. There was a stretch when it was a stretch of 26 games where the Sixers' big three of James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and Joel Embiid missed at least one of those games. One of those players were, were, were out in at least one of those games, 26 games in a row. There was times where all three were out. There were times when two of them were out, you know, this and that. Now, Tobias played in 23 of those games because he missed back-to-back games with an injury, then he had another game where he was injured. Now, his score in total was an average, rather, was 17.8 points. He shot around the same from three, 38.8. He averaged 6.2 rebounds, 2.8 assists, and 1.2 steals, right? Um, from the field, Tobias shot 50% overall from the field. From the foul line, he was 87.8%. I mean, Tobias was balling. Either he was the leading scorer or he was amongst the top three, but he was also amongst the top three in assists and and everything that was going on, right? Rebounds. He had a couple double-double games, um, you know, that time. You know, one in particular was against Orlando, where Tobias had 23 points. He had 10 rebounds, uh, five assists, a a steal, you know. So and then um, there was a game at at the Hornets where he had 19 points and he had uh, what he had like uh, two blocks. Right. So I'm saying this to say like this guy, when given the opportunity, he can ball. He can. And I honestly believe that, like I said, it's going to come a point where he's going to show everyone what he can do and he's going to get more opportunities, you know, and, and, and I think that that's going to be a benefit for the Sixers, right? Tobias can play. It's just that he's a high usage guy, typically, that you take and you took the ball out of his hands and then all of a sudden he gets limited opportunities. Well, he's not that type of guy. He 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 has to feel involved. And the thing about it is that doesn't always involve him. How should I say it? Gunning? No, he gets touches. He makes he he he's the the prototypical passing up a good shot for a great shot to to give the ball to a teammate to make a great shot. That's Tobias Harris in a nutshell, right there. That's him. That's him. So, you know, I, I feel like the things that I just shared with you and I got some more stuff to talk about, those right there are things that's going to, you know, show you that with a more involved role, Tobias is going to take off this season. 
And I know a lot of people like hating. Nah, man. He had opportunities. He blew bunnies. He did this. He did that. You know, if that, yeah, of course. People are going to hate. I mean, that's just what we do, right? I mean, that's what that's what fans do. That's what everyone does, right? We 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 find the negative, but sometimes we gotta understand the situations that a player is put in. And it does that enable you to excel. Now, hey, there's been some games now that he had some clunkers. Now, there's been some games where Maxie had some clunkers, clunkers, James had some clunkers, Joel had some clunkers, you know. So it it, it goes with that. But I'm just here to say I think the brother is going to have a, a big year this year. I, I really do. I think he's going to have a big year. I think that um, everything is set up for him to have a big year. And, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what he does. Because let's face it, my, my, my man wants to get paid. Everyone wants to get paid. And I think that it's going to be one of those things where this is going to be the season that's going to set it up for my man to get another contract next year, right? It's going to be the season that's going to set him up to get another contract. And um, I'm, I believe he's going to take advantage of all that and then some, right? That's what they say, all that and then some. But look, I want you to take advantage of FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get boneless bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Take time to visit FanDuel and include your money line props, etc., on any team. I'm telling y'all, do that today, people. It's a real rap. Definitely do it today. Now, here's the, another thing that I wanted to bring up um, to y'all about Tobias, right? So when we talk about last year, um, uh, well, being... Uh, not last year, but his final year with the Clippers was a contract season. And when you look at it, Tobias, that that particular year, before he played in 55 games before he was traded to the Sixers, that season he had those 55 games, so not the the whole season, but the whole season was he averaged a career high 20 points. But with the Clippers, Tobias Harris averaged 20.9 points. He shot 43.4 from three, which is a career bust, right? He shot 49.6 from the field, right? He averaged 7.9 um, rebounds, which is a, well, it's not a career high, but I believe it's his second, that's his second highest total of his career. He averaged 2.7 assists, right? He played in 34.6 minutes. Um, He was balling. I'm telling you, he was balling. So when you look at that, he's in line to have another phenomenal year. I mean, real rap. But then also, 
it, I think this is something about Tobias that a lot of people don't know, right? So I already gave you what his stats were for last season overall, right? So, and then for the ones who forgot it, I'm going to give them to you again. Um, you know, with, with his his uh, his stat, he averaged 14.7, right? He averaged uh, uh, 5.7 uh, rebounds and 2.5 assists. But the year before that, right, he averaged 17.2, right? He averaged 6.8, right, uh, rebounds and 3.5 um, assists, right? Now, when you look at his career as a sixer, now this is just as a sixer, as a sixer. Um, he's averaging 17.7 points, 6.6 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. So we're just talking about his career as a 76er. And, and you know, those numbers, a, a lot of people haven't been able to do that at, their, at, you know, at a particular time, right? They just haven't. And, you know, um, but so I'm just saying he's been extremely consistent. And then he was one of the elite two-way players this last season, right? You know, it was only um he re- he ranked in the 80th percentile and and uh and points per possession, points scored from the uh, perimeter, the amount of defenders uh, spent guarding in and the highest usage rate, right? Right? And also in breaking down how often players guard every position. I mean, he rated in the 80th percentile with that, right? Um, when we want to talk about as far as two ways, you know, here you go, in uh, defensive position um, versatility, that's 81.9. You know, you got, like, other guys like Steph Curry, but you don't expect him to dominate. He was 73.7. But a guy like Donovan Mitchell was – uh, 74-2, Tyrese Halliburton was 70, was 76-6, Dame 77, you know, uh, Bogdan Bandanovich was 78.3. Um, but then when you look at um, where he ranked second at was in um, percentage of defensive uh, tier usage rate, like, you know, the times he defended elite defenders, that was 23, 22.3%. So, you know, I mean, you got to give Tobias some credit for that. You know, I mean, you have to give him credit for that. And I felt like he had a, a, a legitimate year. And again, another reason why I'm expecting Tobias to do big things. Now, as far as the Sixers go, we always talk about the team. And if I want to say there's going to be a guy who could probably have uh, a breakout year, not a breakout, but a guy who can have another big year. I, I think it's going to be the Anthony Melton. I do. And Devon Givens and I, we talked about that before, right? Um, but I think Melton's in a similar situation. I feel like this is a contract year for him. Right about now, some guys are getting paid. Some guys aren't, right? Um, he's on that tier of guy where, you know, he – you know, he was a, a backup in Memphis. 
He got traded here. He showed that he can become a situational starter, part-time starter. And I think that he's going to be a guy that's going to, you know, he can set it up to where he demands money. Now, what I'm talking about is, am, am I talking about max salary and this and that? No. But when you look at a guy like George Niang, who got paid, right, at like $26 million, you know, you look at a guy like B-Ball Paul, got paid. You know, I'm talking about like the, he could do he could do the same. Seriously. I mean, he's a vital piece to what the Sixers are trying to do. Heck, you know, they even can they even consider starting him. You know, it might be a smaller lineup, but they're consider starting him. So I think that he's a guy that can have a lot of success, just like uh just like Tobias, you know, just like uh George Niang, and and just like Paul Reed, I, I think that he is a guy that is going to prove his worth uh, when his when his contract is up. I, I really do. I, I I like the guy a lot. I feel like that this is going to be um, a big year for him as well. It is. I, I really uh, believe that. Now, you know, the thing is, I also would like to see how Nick Nurse could get the the most of him. Right. Just like Tobias, because when you look at Nick Nurse, he has some guards, you know, some guys you looked at like Fred Van Vliet, like Fred wasn't even drafted. Right. I mean, you could say to yourself, people, I bet you four years ago, no one knew who he was outside of Toronto or outside of Chicago or right outside of Wichita State, Kansas. Right. Um, You know, he got paid all star. Um a guy who had a lot of success and, and I feel like, you know, my man, I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star or anything like that, but what I'm saying is the, <clears throat> the coach has, was able to do that with one player. So why shouldn't we assume that he can't at least make Melton a better player now, a more enticing player to people? And for the Sixers, that might be something they may have to worry about. Now, again, <clears throat> they are going to have a lot of cap space next year, the following season. When Tobias comes off the books, when Harden comes off the books, they got they sign a lot of guys to one-year deals. But at the same time, yes, you need – they want the money to go out and get the superstars, but at the same time, you still got to be able to bring back your people too, Right. So, and if Melton has a, a good season, I think we'll see people um, throwing some money at him, trying to take him from the Sixers, you know, more than what they feel like the Sixers may be willing to uh, give up for, you know. But, hey, I want to thank you all for listening. I really do. Um, and I want you all to have a blessed day, a great day. Um and, and, and stay safe out here. You know, summertime, a lot of crazy stuff happens, but stay safe and stay cool. Stay cool. What I mean by cool is it's hot outside, so stay cool. All right, y'all. Peace.